Praise the Lord, everyone. It's good to be in the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. Does anybody want to be delivered tonight? Huh? Somebody's going to get delivered tonight. Praise the Lord. The Lord has been speaking to me. And uh, I said this the other night. And I'll say it again tonight. Be careful who you rub shoulders with. Be careful who you be let become your friend. Because they will steer you in a different direction. Amen. And I feel like somebody in the church, well, I don't feel like it, I know it, has been at the enemy's camp. You've been at the door. And there's been some thoughts planted in your mind, even about this church. God said, tonight you can get it right, praise the Lord. Telling me several different things, praise the Lord. And he wants to help you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You know what I feel like? Is there anybody in here tonight that needs their ears healed besides me? Okay, that's, that's quite all right. God will heal my ears tonight. I've got some ear problems. Praise the Lord. And, uh, I need my ears healed. Amen. So I'm going to believe why I'm preaching tonight. God's going to heal my ears. He's done it before. Amen. If you have a Bible, I'd ask you to turn to the book of Exodus chapter 14. Such a familiar verse, 13 and 14. I'm going to preach something to this church, and tonight, this church is supposed to get some real victory. This church tonight, when you leave, you're going to leave out here with real victory. There's some things that's been going on with some of you saints, but tonight, after this night, you're going to walk out of here with a victory. Amen. The Bible says in verse 13 of chapter 14 of Exodus, And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom you've seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. Well, that is bold. No more forever, he said. He said, no more forever. Did you hear that? Come on, you can speak to your enemy right now. It said, tonight, it's going to be gone. It's going to be gone forever. No more. Because the word just declared it. You got to mix your faith with this word tonight in order to let God speak to your heart. The Lord shall fight for you, and, uh, and you shall hold your peace, O oh, sweet Lamb of God. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your anointing. Thank you for the victory that's coming. Thank you for the word that's going to be spoken. Somebody's walking out of here. Oh, God, with a victory tonight. Not just a victory. I said victory tonight. Put your Bibles down and raise your hands and glorify him one more time. Oh, 
Jesus. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. You may be seated. I uh, want to preach tonight by the help of the Holy Ghost. Your decisive victory. The definition of decisive is having the power or quality or deciding. Determination. Unmistakable. Unquestionable. Does anybody need a victory like that? We've already seen some victory around here. And some of you have already been blessed in great ways. But I want more than a good worship service tonight. I need a brand new victory today. Yesterday's victory is gone. Come on, I need a promise tonight. Yesterday's promise uh, is walked out the door. Uh, but I need a new uh, promise tonight. Uh, I need a new uh, victory today. I want something to change in my life. Does anybody want that tonight? I believe the Lord's got a word for us through the story of Israel crossing the Red Sea and winning victory over their enemy, the Egyptians. And I just read to you what he said. The Lord told them in essence, see the salvation of the Lord. Stop worrying about your problems. Turn it over to the Lord. God has given us the means to stop worrying, to stop thinking. Stop thinking about everything yourself and give your problem to him. He's your problem solver of saying stop trying to take your life so seriously as if you can handle everything on your own knowing you can't turn it over to God you may as well laugh tonight you may as well shout tonight you may as well rejoice today because it's in God's hand here's what really leaped out at me tonight the Egyptians whom you have seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. That's a forceful statement uh, from this thought. That's why I'm preaching uh, a decisive victory. Uh, God's given us victory already, uh, but he wants to give us a decisive victory. Uh, let, oh, come on now. When you begin to study out about the, I like history. I'm a history guy. When you begin to study out about the American Revolutionary War, it, they, it brought an end to the war. The, the answer of the Battle of Yorktown, it was a decisive victory in 1781. Come on now, that didn't end the war, but actually the war was officially over. It wasn't over until the Treaty of Paris was signed in 1783. And there were other little skirmishes popping up here and popping up there. Hello, somebody. Kind of like your life right now. 
a little skirmish over here and a little skirmish over there and a little something over here or somebody begins to try to speak some kind of negative come on thought in your mind uh, praise God and they don't even go here uh, but yet still they can still criticize uh, this good precious church uh, there's nothing wrong with this church uh, come on it's the oh come on now it's not the church it's the people it's not your church. It's the people, uh, friend of mine, uh, that are run their mouths uh, to criticize uh, your church. You got to get broad shoulders, man. You got you got to have sandpaper skin. <laughs> yeah, praise the Lord. Forget about those little skirmishes. Pop it up here and there. Don't you let somebody speak something into your spirit, friend of mine, that's going to wound your walk with God. It's time, it's time that you look at your friendship circle. Get rid of all the whiners and complainers and the doubters and the powders. And say, hey, I need somebody that's got victory in their lives. Uh, I don't want to be around all this negative garbage. Come on, friend of mine. World War II, the Allies finally defeated the Nazis in 45. And there was one last assault by the Germans in 1944 called the Battle of the Budge. <laughs> they threw all their resources. That's just like the devil. He throws all his resources at you at one time. But God said, if you're walking with me, you'll recognize who it is. Even if it's friend or family, you'll recognize that's not God. That's a voice of the enemy. Come on, we're going to get a decisive victory around here tonight. It's going to happen tonight. They threw all their resources into their material, into the battle, and they pushed back the, 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 the line just a little bit. And, and forming this large bulge, it looked as if it might break through the, the ally lines and uncertainty would prevail. But the allies withstood the attack, uh, and they won the battle of the bulge, friend. Uh, they won a decisive victory. Uh, they were still much of additional fighting uh, and conquer all the Germans. Uh, but before, friend of mine, it was completely Dude, uh, the country was brought to peace. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. Uh, the outcome was no longer doubt. Uh, get doubt out of your mind tonight. Uh, God did give you a spirit of fear, uh, but a power of love uh, and a sound. Tonight, you're a disaster. You just need Dr. Jesus. Come on, it was just a matter of time. They knew we've got to keep on keeping on. Uh, the victory's ours. Uh, the victory was certain. Uh, it was a decisive victory. Come on, does anybody want that tonight? Anybody really want that tonight? Come on, tell God about it right now. God promises a decisive victory. After Israel crossed the Red Sea church and entered into the wilderness, they still faced struggles. Come on, didn't the elders say that tonight? We still gonna have troubles. 
we're still going to have trials. Come on, that just makes you strong. That gives you the determination, hey, I've got something better waiting on me. You know why, you know why Caleb was able to hang on? He didn't get his promise. He didn't get what he wanted when he spoke about what he wanted. And they said, you can have it. But he knew that there was something withheld from him that was going to be better than what he had uh, for the body. And when he got it, it was exactly what he wanted. He got his decisive victory. Uh, even though the giants were still there, uh, he was able to conquer. There's times that the children of Israel wanted to go back to to Egypt. And I'm afraid sometimes saints are the same way. Looks a little bit better on the other side. You ever notice people that, well, I just can't make it here. Elder, I just can't make it here. I, I just can't do it. And they look for a greener pasture. Well, for them, when they get to that other place, guess what? Their same old problem left and went with them. And guess what? Mom, when you get there, it's going to be sweet for a, a few days. Oh, you'll seek them behind all that. Praise God. You'll, you'll be happy and all that. But oh, when the dust is settled and the smoke's cleared. That's not going to bother me no more. I, I buried it in the altar. Oh, come, on now. come on now. I'm not going to worry about that no more. I'm not going to listen to that voice no more. Oh, sometimes it looks so much better if we could just go back to Egypt and die, sit or die in this wilderness, no food, no water. But every time they got this kind of crisis, God would supply their need. God gave them manna from heaven and water out of the rock. I'm afraid that some of us, friend of mine, has gotten tired of the manna. That's the word of God. Don't you let your manna become stale. If you'll stay in this every day, it won't become stale. It's new. Man, every morning when I pick up my Bible and do my daily reading, it's so real. I just chomp at it, man. It's just, and I don't even want to put it down. Praise the Lord. It's so real. When God does not speak to me when I'm praying, he speaks to me in his word. Ah, my, 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 my. You know, before they crossed the Red Sea, the outcome was to get over doubt. And the church tonight's got to get over doubt because the Red Sea is an impassable barrier. And it was an impassable barrier in front of the children of Israel. And Egypt's army was behind them and is in hot pursuit. And it looked like they would be destroyed. And after God, a friend of mine, brought the Israelites across the Red Sea, and after the Egyptians were defeated, come on now, they still had trials, they still had struggles, they still had temptations. Oh, come on, they could have turned around and went back any time. But there was no longer an enemy following them. There was no longer a threat of death. Come on, they knew in their hearts, uh, if we'll just keep going on, uh, we're sure uh, of a victory. And if you'll just keep on marching on, uh, if you'll just keep on praying, uh, if you'll just keep on worshiping, uh, there's going to be a victory.
Do you remember what God promised them? Anybody remember? Anybody? Are you listening? <laughs> what did he promise them? Anybody? He said, the Egyptians whom you've seen today, you shall see them again no more forever. That was a promise that he gave them. I said that was a promise. In other words, you'll never have to face this particular battle again. And that's what God is telling this church. There's some battles that some of you have been battling. And God says this particular battle uh, that you've been battling, uh, you're not going to battle this battle no more. Because uh, you're going to get a decisive victory over it. Uh, you'll never be at the let's Oh, my God. Uh, some of you never going to be at the same level again. Uh, you're going to have a new outlook on life. Uh, yes, you're going to have temptation. Uh, yes, you will struggle. Uh, yes, you will fight uh, but you gotta pray uh, you gotta be faithful but you're gonna look back at this spirit experience tonight and you're gonna say God changed my life uh, today I've been set free my outlook's changed uh, my spirit's changed my burden's lifted God heard me God heard me. God answered me. And God gave me a decisive victory. God wants this whole church to be blessed tonight. I said God wants this whole church to be blessed. What God's telling this church tonight is when you walk out of these doors tonight, your life is never going to be the same again. Your life is never going to be the same again. Yes, circumstances are going to be there. Come on. But your outlook, the way you look at everything, uh, come on, is going to be different uh, because you're walking out uh, with a promise. You're going away with a spiritual victory. Uh, it's going to make a difference in your life tonight. Come on, everybody, praise him a minute. that's leaning on you you can't throw the towel in you're going to get you a decisive victory your life's going to be different man I could come out there and put my hands on about five of you right now that I just seen in the Holy Ghost now listen I can't see I can't see but about to that second pew. And everybody else is blurry because I wear glasses and I can't see. But God shows me, friend of mine, your face. And he just showed me five people in here while I was just preaching. Praise, come on, five of you. He just showed me. And he said, some of you are tired of the battle. And you're weary in the battle. He said, but tonight when you walk out of this place, uh, you're walking out with your head up high. Uh, you're walking out, friend of mine. Uh, the enemy's going to get out of your ear. Uh, God's going to give you a decisive victory. Uh, you're going to be different. Uh, you're not going to struggle uh, with this battle. No, God. This is what you're going to say when you walk out the door tonight. God heard me and give me a decisive victory.
you're leaving here tonight with a promise and you're going away with a spiritual victory that's going to make a difference in your life tonight. It's going to make a difference in this church's uh, outlook. Uh, it's an outcome. Think about it. There's things in your life you struggle with. Maybe it's an habitual sin. Maybe it's an attitude. Maybe it's depression, discouragement. And it's got under your skin just a little bit, and there's a little bump there. And every time that little bump gets rubbed a little bit, uh, come on, friend of mine, it makes you just a little sore. Uh, and it reminds you uh, of the very thing that was said. Uh, it reminds you uh, of how you was treated. Uh, it reminds you of the words uh, that was spoken uh, when you was trying to help. Come on, I'm in the Holy Ghost and I know I am. In any case, God give you a decisive victory so you'll never look at those circumstances uh, the way you look at them uh, right now. They're no longer a power or a fact uh, the way you look at things now. There is a such thing as a decisive victory that changes your life. Elder, when God give me the Holy Ghost, he give me a decisive victory. When God give me the Holy Ghost, I curse family curses that was on my family. All my daddy's people died of heart attacks. My daddy died at 43. He was a young man. I'm 60. Man, when I turned 43, I was scared to death. Yes, I was serving God at 43. <laughs> I was scared to death, but you know what? There's something that rose up in me and said, remember your decisive victory? Remember your decisive victory? You cursed that plague. I told God, I said, God, I curse that hard stuff in my family. That's not me. This is a different Mike. That was the old Mike in the baptismal that went down in the water with all that heart junk. Uh, but the new Mike is standing. Uh, the Mike with the decisive victory. Uh, the Mike friend of mine that buried all of his problems uh, in the baptismal tank. Uh, one of these times you go, oh, my God. Come on, would you receive the Holy Ghost? Uh, and after you received the Holy Ghost, it changed your life. You weren't the same anymore. I believe that God wants to give such a victory to this church tonight. I said, I believe that God wants to give such a victory to this church tonight, to you people today. Before that time, the Israelites were in terror because of the giant. They were whispering, don't get too loud, you'll wake up that crazy giant. Somebody needs to wake up the giant in your life tonight and say, I'm getting a decisive victory over you tonight, big boy. You're not going to trouble me no more because tonight's my decisive victory. 
Come on, before that time, they didn't even have confidence in God. Uh, come on, that God would even deliver them. But one little bitty, oh my goodness, one little bitty young single boy, uh, friend of mine, stood up against the most powerful opponent, uh, Goliath himself, uh, and won an incredible victory. Uh, and then everybody had faith. Uh, there were a lot of people who said, I could kill a giant too. Uh, I can have victory too. Uh, I can, oh, come on, I can have the will of God in my life too. Uh, I can see God do a miracle too. Uh, I can have faith. Two, but it took a decisive victory uh, to change Israel's uh, outlook. That was the turning point. It was a decisive victory, church. Before that time, come on. Before that time, giants were a problem. After that time, giants weren't a problem no more. Yeah, they still had to fight. They still had to be victorious. They still had to be faithful. But it was a decisive victory that altered the destiny of that nation. One person could win a decisive victory and go back on your job and ignite a spark of faith and revival on your job. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, there will be other battles to fight, uh, but you will be the barrier and the bringer uh, of a decisive victory. Uh, God wants to make us... Uh, you know what God wants to do tonight? This church. He wants what you think is temporary. God to do. Uh, but it'll be a permanent victory. Uh, it'll be something you don't have to fight again. Uh, it'll be something you get delivered over. Uh, it'll be something you can say, hey, uh, God took care of. I'm going to tell you how you get your decisive victory tonight. Moses said to the people, fear ye not. <laughs> fear ye not. The first thing you've got to do is move from fear to faith. You've got to stop talking fear. You gotta start talking faith. You gotta stop looking at obstacles. You gotta start looking at opportunities. You gotta stop looking at why it can't start uh, and start looking and say, God, uh, it's gonna start. Uh, I'm gonna make it start. Uh, you gotta move from fear to faith. Stop being discouraged about your miserable circumstances and see what God can do. Step out of the realm of fear and step into the land of faith. Say, I'm going home on Glory Avenue tonight. I'm going home on Deliverance Avenue tonight. I'm going home with a made-up mind. Come on, Avenue tonight. Somebody needs to rise up and say, God's speaking to me right now. God's talking to me. God wants to give you a decisive victory. Move from fear to faith. Stand still, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. That's the second thing you got to do. Trust in your salvation.
trust in your salvation feel like there's no way out there is a way out tonight you're going to walk out of here with a decisive victory you're going to be able to go home and say down the toilet tonight and say i'm flushing you up you got to start saying i'm stop trusting in my excuses and I'm not trusting in my wishes. And I'm not trusting in what might be or could be or should be or should have been or have been. But I'm going to trust in the salvation of the Lord. That's how you experience a decisive victory. Verse 14 says, the Lord shall fight for you. You ever notice how we try to fight our own battles? You ever notice how we give the little bitty things to God? But when the big old things come along, we say, I better take care of this myself. And you get in God's way. You ever notice? Let the Lord fight your battle. Don't take the battle into your own hands. Take it to God in prayer. Let the door, come on, let the Lord do the work. You do the praying. You do the believing, you stand faithful, and then let God do the work. I think so. I think that just said, shh. It did, didn't it? <laughs> you let God do what God needs to do. Stop talking that negative junk. Maybe you are the only one doing something. Well, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. Don't throw the towel in. Just keep doing it. You've got a decisive victory tonight. Come on. Man, I remember times that I was outreach director in our church. And, and I'd call to go out on a Saturday. And man, you wouldn't believe the hands that went up. We'll be there Saturday morning for prayer. Man, when it comes time to pray, you know who was praying? Me and my wife, you know what I don't out to me? You might as well just throw the towel in. That nobody wants to do nothing. It only takes one. It only takes one. And friend of mine, you can ask my wife, I'm telling you the truth. We took them to the church, we baptized them, we prayed them through to the Holy Ghost. We'd give them a Bible, suddenly they say, I see it. I see I need to be baptized in Jesus' name. I see I need the Holy Ghost. We'd take them to the church, baptize them, and pray. Come on, that's what we got to do. Somebody's going to get a decisive victory and say, God can't use me, and God's going to start using you. Come on, say that's me tonight. If I got to go out by myself, uh, God, I'll go by myself. Uh, but I got a decisive victory uh, over this thing tonight.
me ask somebody. Let me ask somebody something right now. You tired of waking up and worrying as soon as you wake up? You tired of waking up facing the same old battle that you face every day? I used to wake up and face that same old battle every morning. Every morning. I'd wake up and face that same battle every morning. How am I going to get through the day without doing my drugs? How am I going to get through this day? That was the first thing that was on my mind as soon as I woke up until I got that decisive victory. I've never went back to that dump pile. I never had victory or decisive victory to God. Come on, till I was baptized into the precious name of Jesus. Received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. 30 years later, I've never went back to that hog pen. 30 years later, I've never smoked another joint. I've never done another drug. I've never drank another drink. I've never smoked another cigarette. I stopped my cussing. I stopped my lying. Come on, friend of mine. I've been changed. Uh, I got a decisive victory. Uh, and you need a decisive victory uh, over your situation tonight. You'll never be happy wandering aimlessly in this world trying to find your happiness. Because this world will never give you the happiness that your soul is searching. See, there's a void that God put in your heart. And we try to fill the voids with drugs, alcohol, sex, just all kinds of stuff. Gambling, homes, vehicles, whatever we possibly can, can muster up to try to fill that void. And in a little bit, sometimes we fill it for just a while. That's why you see most of these rock and roll stars, they, they OD, they die. They, they got the, all the fame. People are drooling over them. They've got all the money that anybody could possibly want, but they're sad. So they do their drugs to temporary get that relief. And the old enemy tells them, do just a little bit more until finally they kill themselves. I was reading this afternoon, a 24-year-old girl a singer, a singer. They had to give her that drug, they, uh, Norico or whatever it's called, Nor whatever it is, and she had OD'd on heroin, 24 years old. She had just wrote a song to her mom and daddy. Well, I fell off the wagon. Forgive me, mama. Forgive me, daddy. But I fell off again. I just need help. And I was thinking, ma'am, when I sat there and I read that, man, I just tears just welled up and I thought, oh God, there's another one that needs a Holy Ghost. There's another one. Come on, friend of mine. You might think I'm crazy. Some of you might think I'm crazy. But God used to put movie stars on my heart, brother, and I'd weep and cry for them. Somebody, they didn't speak their name to me and I would weep and cry for them. One time I wanted to write this guy a letter. He was messed up on drugs. He was a movie star. He was messed up on drugs. And I wanted to write him a long letter and tell him, I know how you can get the relief that you're looking for, mister. The world is only just a temporary relief. He said it so well, this is not my home. I'm just passing through. One day I'm going to get to dance on streets of gold. One day I'm going to get to see my baby brother. Oh, 
oh my, my, my. You know what we worry? We struggle, we fret, we plan, we scheme. Until we finally come to our limit and say, there's no way out of this. There's no way this can happen. There's no way that I can be delivered. But when you go to God in prayer, God makes a way where they're saying there is no way. God brings the answer from the unexpected source. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I know God's a prayer answering God. I had a cousin that lives in Houston, and she's got more tattoos and, and probably Carter got liver pills. She's got stuff in her eyes. She's got stuff in her nose, stuff in her lips, stuck in her tongue. She's tattooed all up, all over. Beautiful girl. And man, we've just been praying. God, get a hold of her. You know what God did? God filled her with the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, God is a prayer answering God. I got to see one of my prayers come to pass here in this revival when I baptized my grandson in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and watched him get filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I've been praying for that. I've got a granddaughter. I told God, I told him again this morning, God, Avery hadn't been baptized in your name yet, but I'm going to get to baptize her uh, and I'm going to get to see her receive the Holy Ghost. Uh, I'm going to we just need to trust in God and let the Lord fight this battle. And we just let God give us decisive victory. You know what God told Moses in verse 16? He said, Moses, just lift up the rod and stretch it out over the sea. That wasn't the victory. You know what the victory was? When they, you said it the other night. They had to make their own steps. If they would have just stayed right there, they would have been consumed by the enemy. But they had to take the first step. They had to take the first step. Listen to me. When you take that first step tonight, oh, you take another step. I know it's kind of shaky. And I know you're on that little thin board right now. It's like you go fall into water. But you take another step. You, woo! Then you take another step. And man, the more steps you take, you realize, my goodness, God's in every step that I'm taking. Every step I take, there's like flames shooting off the backs of my feet. There's a decisive victory for this church. He said that children of Israel shall go on dry ground in the midst of the sea. This is what he said. Speak to the children of Israel and tell them to go forward. You know, that's what God's been telling this church this whole revival. He broke the band here the other night. He broke that. That's not here no more. It's gone. Every time I got up here and preached, I seen that thing. It's gone. God broke that. It's gone. God's just trying to get you to go forward. You've got to go forward. You must act on God's promises, church. You've got to change your thinking, change your belief, uh, change your attitude, uh, and see the final analysis.
Jesus told Lazarus, he said, come forth. This is what we're supposed to do, church. Lazarus came forth, but before it happened, Jesus said, roll away the stone. I want somebody to get up and roll your stone out of the way tonight. And say, stone, get out of the way because I've got a decisive victory tonight. Come on, you got to do it. Come on, you just got to act it out tonight. You just got to pretend you're rolling your stone out of your way. And you got to come up out of your old grave tonight. You got to take the grave cloth off uh, so you can see clearly. The same God, this is how it's going to happen tonight, church. The same God who called Lazarus to come forth from the dead could have ordered the stone to be moved. But that's not the way God wanted it, and that's not how he acted. God wants you to put your faith into action. Do you believe tonight, church? Somebody needs to say, yes, Lord, I believe. Somebody say, yes, Lord, I believe. Then roll away your stone. I said, then roll away uh, your stone. Come on, somebody stand up on your feet and roll your stone away. Come on, just roll that thing away tonight. Come on, come on, act like you're rolling your stone out of the way. Come on, act out in faith. Go forward. You want to see victory? You got to claim it. You got to act upon it. It's your decisive victory. You must go forward uh, in faith. Come on now. Come on, we can look back over our lives right now and see where we received direction when we needed it. And we can recall some victories, both small and great. But God said, I want to give you a new victory. Something. God does not want nobody leaving this service tonight and walk away from this service and say, man, we had a good service and I learned a little bit about something tonight. Had a good time. Had good fellowship. But God wants you to walk away saying, I received a decisive victory. Brother Brandon, you are going to see that revival. You are going to see that revival. You are going to see it. There's a decisive victory coming your way. God did give you a vision just to give you a vision. But he gave you a vision to hold on to. It's a decisive victory. Somebody can walk away here saying, God sits up, God did something in my life. He changed me tonight. It changed my family. It changed the church. It's gonna change my destiny. It's gonna change my future. God wants to give you a decisive victory, church. Move from fear to faith. Trust in the salvation of the Lord. Let him fight your battle. I'm going to close with this. I'm going to close with this. 
listen, this is what you have to do, church. You're have, you first have to personalize some stuff. You think about whatever you've been facing, whatever's been troubling you, whatever's been dogging your steps, whatever's been pulling you back. Hello. In your life, think whatever it is, whatever's bothering you, whatever fear, whatever frustration, whatever doubt, whatever dis, uh, situation, whatever difficulty, whatever things are going on in the house, and you look at the need to look at this, say, Egyptian, I'll see you again no more forever. You're gone tonight. Uh, substitute the. This is God's promise for you today. You have to accept this. The Egyptians whom you've seen today, those things I just told you, whatever's haunting you, whatever's frustrating you, whatever's got in the home, whatever's there. And you got to see the Egyptians whom I see today. You shall see them again no more forever because I got a decisive victory. Come on around this altar tonight. Come on. There's victory here tonight.